You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest is Adria Rakastas, uh, the MIT Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Laboratory. We're going to be talking about a new uh, AI system that uh, deals with speech and object recognition all at once. So, Adria, thanks for coming. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. So, tell me about this uh, this AI system. What? Uh, how do you combine speech and object recognition? What's the whole premise of the thing? So basically, this work started uh, as uh, an experiment to see if we could actually uh, learn uh, to match uh, objects in images with uh, the spoken word, which basically is the, the words that uh, the words that people uh, use to describe objects. So the idea would be if you have someone describing an image uh, for us as a humans is actually uh, very easy to match uh, the spoken word that people des- uh, that people uses to describe uh, particular objects. However, um, machines uh, are not as good as us to do this without much information. So basically we wanted uh, to see if training uh, a machine learning system to, to do this, uh, this task to basically match together descriptions of images with the images itself, uh, the the system would be able to actually learn some uh, some of these relations. So uh, basically, we were asking ourselves, okay, if we give it half a million of images with its corresponding descriptions, is the system going to learn how a person looks like, or how a ball looks like, or uh, how a tree looks like? So that's the basic premise of the work. To just use draw audio signal. So there is a there is a lot of work in uh, computer vision and basically in technology using text, but we wanted to tackle the system just from the raw audio perspective. So we use raw audio signal, uh, we use a large data set of images, and we had a lot of people describing um, these images for us, and basically we train a system to, to learn these correspondences between the images and the descriptions. So I would look at a picture and I would say, hey, Adria, you see that in the bottom left corner, that purple thing that's a little bit shiny? It looks like a square, you know, laying on its side or something. I would do something like that, and the, the system would listen to me describe the object, and then it would it would label it and identify it. Yeah, basically the idea is that if you have a picture and you say exactly like, oh, there is a chair next to the table uh, in the center of the image, the system should be able to tell you, okay, you are talking about this part of the image about this chair. And it's actually learning what chair means because that's basically the only way it has to do this, uh, to do the matching between the, between the image and the, the speech, is to understand uh, the relation between uh, what what the objects you are describing and the, the how they look like in the image. So uh, we actually do some analysis on 
how many objects the system learn and how do they learn it. So basically, uh, which kind of objects are the best ones for the system to to ground these uh, spoken words in the in the image? But yeah, basically, uh, the basic use case is you describe some parts of the image, and the system learns to tell you, okay, you are actually talking about these parts or these other parts of the image. So what would be the use of this? I could see it maybe if you're presenting to someone, um, you know, instead of drawing over an image, you can describe stuff. But what would be the reason to have something like this? Would it, would you catalog, uh, you know, X-rays so, of patients you know have doctors talk about it or how would you use it so i i think there are a lot of uh different uses one use would be yeah it's kind of a fastest uh, way for for uh annotation so in computer vision there is this problem where basically we have to annotate data sets large data sets and usually what people does is that we either uh, draw a bounding box into the image or we uh annotate uh describe it with text but uh, describing images without it is actually way cheaper because you just actually ask someone, okay, can you describe it? They take 10 seconds describing it and next next image. So, uh, and then you are, you, you, we showed actually that you were able to use this information to leverage the, uh, the content of the, of the image corresponding to the audio. So actually you can learn from there, which means you have a cheaper way to annotate. At the same time, we wanted to see um, on whether you could actually learn, so it's more of an experiment itself, on can we actually learn the, these groundings between uh, audio and uh, an image, and it, it seems to be working fairly well. And then you can also think about uh, systems that assist humans, uh, so e either in cars or at home, or basically robots uh, of all different kinds, where you describe a particular object that the robot is seeing uh, just with your voice, and the system is able to actually pick it up and say, okay, you are talking about this object and I have to do something with that. And this something could be, so you say, okay, open the light next to the uh, the table uh, in the living room, or it could be just, okay, bring me the the glass of water next to the, the chair and leave it here. Uh, so uh, all this, uh, all these reference, spatial uh, reference in, in our speech can be actually captured by the system and be used for, uh, let's say, robots to to make uh, make use of it and, and help help humans. So I think there are a lot of different variations of applications. These are these are some that I think are cool and interesting. So you you would train a system with what with your particular way of describing things, or would you want to well, have a pre-trained system that uh, that you know a new person could just start using and it would work? Yeah, you can imagine different scenarios where, uh, yeah, either you have a pre-trained system with a lot of uh, of general descriptions, or if you want to go into a particular uh, setting that is very specific, like, I don't know, you have a very particular way of describing things, you could just describe. So with a very wide pre-trained system, you can kind of uh, retrain or um, retrain your system for your particular needs with your particular way of describing things. So you know, the idea is that the system is able to ground speech with uh, whatever it's seeing uh, in, in an image. So you could use that uh, either from uh, data that you train from like a lot of people or your own data if you want your system to keep learning about how you describe things. So there are a lot of different settings that, that could be interesting here, yeah. So where is this being used right now or is it in an early stage of development? So this is an early stage of development. We uh, we did start a project to understand uh, the relation between uh, the human speech and the images when people were were describing uh, 
uh, stuff. And basically, uh, the idea at this point, so we started with this idea of, okay, if you are giving a lot of images and descriptions to uh, to this machine learning system, is it actually going to learn uh, to detect these particular objects? And is it going to learn to relate them to the spoken word that it's being used? And we found so, and then we are uh, actually exploring potential users of the system or potential extensions or improvements of the system so that it could actually work better, it could work in different settings. So I think there are a lot of cool uh, explorations, like would it work in different languages? Can you use it to learn languages, uh, to, to learn different languages and relate them? So there are a lot of things that could be done uh, with the system. And uh, yeah, we're just, so this is actually, uh, there are uh, a few public, well, uh, three or four publications about this um, we uh, and and we hope to to grow this and to start like um, to start uh, learning more about how the system works and improving it well how would it, how would it uh, help you learn a language how would that work is that if you don't speak so, the native language that you could describe things and it would still work and show the objects so, I mean how, how do you envision this would work so you can imagine for instance so there are a couple of use cases one interesting and cool one is for languages that don't have a written form. So there's uh, a lot of languages in the world where you can actually not write uh, in the language because they don't have written form, it's only like spoken. So this system would actually capture some of this. It would create this, it would learn basically to relate whatever the person is saying in the, the audio waveform to the objects in the, in the image. So you would be able to create some kind of dictionary between the spoken words, the, the phonetics, and whatever it's in the image. So that, that's one option. And the other one is that you can uh, imagine that the weight of, for the system to learn the language is just you describing stuff. So uh, that's actually, so in some sense, the system is learning a word in English. Like when we are uh, giving it half a million image descriptions and it's people saying, oh, there is a girl next to a lighthouse or there is a, a sheep uh, in a field uh, it's learning to uh, detect and to uh, it's learning to detect and to ground into the image all these concepts. Uh, so it's kind of uh, learning very basic notion of um, of English. So you could you could imagine that if somehow you use this basic super training with English and then you want to specialize in some other language, you could start like uh, describing stuff in a different language, and the system should start learning this different language. I gotcha. Hmm. So what, what platforms would this be on? Would this be an app on a smartphone eventually? But would it have to be on a desktop first or what do you envision? So I think we're not thinking that far at this point. We are just in an exploration uh, phase. This is a research project. We want to understand uh, the system itself first. We want to understand its weaknesses, its strong points, and we want to basically try to make it uh, better so that it can understand more things in the image. There are a lot of open, uh, nice directions to go uh, where basically you can, uh, so right now it's good at detecting objects, but we have also been exploring and actually we have a publication about this uh, on uh, the system learning attributes. So can you learn what red means, what blue means, what big means, what small means? Uh, so uh, I think this is a line that we are interested in, but at this point we don't, we're not considering how to create an app or we, we have a, a demo which is nice, uh, but uh, it's just for our own use and to, to see how the system works. 
but I think yeah, uh, we we are not discussing any possible form at this point. What would be your ideal? You know, in the next few years, what would you love to see happen with this? So I think I would love to see robot understanding uh, speech uh, in a natural way uh, and basically uh, interacting with humans uh, through voice. Uh, kind of uh, without needing any particular help. Like uh, I would love to see systems that train uh, in our settings where uh, either uh, you are at home and you refer to something at home and basically your automated home acts on it, like opens a light or brings to you, the robot that you have at home, brings you something. Or I would like your car to do the same, like uh, basically understand uh, whatever you're saying and interact with you. So I think there are a lot of potential uses with this, like speech interaction with with machines, and uh, and that's I think a very good start. And uh, we we showed that the system is able to detect very well some particular objects. In the follow up, we showed that uh, we are able to detect some attributes and some uh, well, yeah, some attributes basically. So I think language is very complex. This is the beginning and. Uh, I would love to see how we are actually improving our understanding of spoken language. And with that, we are actually impacting then how these applications that interact with humans work, because if you have a better understanding of uh, spoken uh, language, you can actually uh, basically interact better with humans. That's true. Okay. I guess yeah, the, the focus is not on describing things in an image, but on training the system the point where any spoken command or description will be much more accurate, whether a robot implemented or a device. You know, let's say uh, Siri and Alexa had this advanced, you know, AI recognition. I mean, it would be a lot more powerful if you could speak to them. Well, you can't speak to them. It would be a lot more powerful on what they could do for you because they would understand far more. Yeah. That, so I think part of the point that we are trying to convey in this in this work is that uh, with a spoken uh, language, you can learn a lot. And, and of course, systems uh, uh, at this point are very good at like parsing uh, your speech and using it. But at the same time, I think we, we make a point by only learning through speech. So that this is something you can imagine in the future if we improve the way uh, or, and the amount of data you need uh, for learning. You can imagine systems that train this way uh, are able to, yeah, as we, as, as you are mentioning, interact with humans and basically enable this possibility of grounding particular uh, words with objects in the image or, or something like that. And, and actually, uh, I think it's also, it's also relevant in the sense that uh, if the system keeps learning, it could learn uh, your particular language of uh, that you use at home, uh, which is not necessarily. Um, the same as some other people use uh, language to, to refer to things at home. So basically, you could specialize every of these devices on how a particular person talks or the way they, they mention things, and I think that that would be useful as well. well very good. So what's the best way for people to learn more about this and, uh, and your work and maybe to get in contact? So, uh, well, we have, uh, we have a website for the project. Uh, they can download uh, the code if they want to play with it. They can download uh, the data if they want to train things with that. Uh, they have, uh, well, my my email, of course, is there and uh, the other authors email. So if people is interested on that, if they want to chat about this, just 
email us and we'll be happy to uh to chat to discuss and to and to learn more about uh, to learn more about their thoughts about this all right very good well adrian i appreciate you coming on the podcast thank you so much okay thanks to you for inviting me you're listening to the future tech podcast with richard jacobs Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Thank you.